This is America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Sports Open Line does continue here on KMOX. Yesterday, Missouri basketball, they get another somewhat lopsided victory. So it's been um, interesting watching the way it's been going uh, for the Tigers. Their first two games, closer than they would have liked. Uh, A tight win against Southern Indiana and a tight win against Penn. But then since then, they have rolled in their last three games. Uh, The opposition level is going to be going up later on this month. They've got a game against Wichita State. They also uh, have a game against Kansas uh, in the uh, non-league. And of course, uh, they'll play the uh, Bragging Rights game at Enterprise Center against Illinois. That game is scheduled for December 22nd. But yesterday, they do get the win against Mississippi Valley State winning 83-62 to and just a little while ago we learned that uh, Des Moines Hodge was named the SEC Player of the Week after he averaged 24 points, 5.5 rebounds and 5 steals between the wins against SIUE and Mississippi Valley State. So with all of that, we're very happy to uh, welcome on to Sports Open Line. He is uh, the head coach of the Missouri Tigers. He is in his uh, first season leading the program. He is uh, Coach Dennis Gates. Coach, thank you so much uh, for your time. How are you? Hey, I appreciate you having me, man. I'm excited to be on with you and hanging out and talking all things Mizzou hoops. You got a 5-0 and club yesterday. You have a nice win against uh, Mississippi Valley State, 83-62. Especially from an offensive standpoint, it really seems like your team's coming along and, and scoring the ball well. I think we're doing a great job playing unselfishly. Uh, all five games we've managed to have over 20 assists and have a positive assist-to-turnover ratio, uh, which I'm excited to see. Uh, We're shooting over 30-plus percent from the three-point line, uh, which are vital statistics. we got to do a better job of rebounding the basketball, but I think all in all, it's it's fixable things that we can move forward with. Your first two games were maybe a little tighter than you would have liked, and that's going to happen early on in the season, but a tight game against Southern Indiana, a tight game against Penn, and then since then the games have been pretty one-sided since then. Has something switched for your club during that period? I think we're finding who we are. Uh, when you look at those games early in the season, um, Penn is going is, is, is projected to win the Ivy League. They're a really, really good team, well-coached, uh, great players. I think they shot the ball at a very high level. I just think when you look at our rhythm, being able to play in front of our fans has helped us tremendously. Being able to get better and grow has helped us tremendously game by game. I see our group getting that much better in different areas. You got the job in April. When you're in your first season, for kind of first calendar year of being a head coach, because you get the job, uh, you got to recruit a bunch of guys, you got to put together a staff, you finish putting together the schedule, uh, you, you start recruiting the next recruiting class, all of a sudden you're, you're opening up practice, and then the season's getting started. Is there ever a moment to catch your breath from you know between now and when you got the job back in April? Well, not at all. There's no no possible thing. I think we we've um, put a staff together that allows us all to work hand in hand with each other, share strengths, covers cover each other's weaknesses. Uh, from a recruiting standpoint, it's important to continue uh, to to identify young talent uh, in this state of Missouri, but also around our surrounding states as well. But more importantly, in our state. 
Um, and what we see now is is a portal, right? The portal has helped us um, put together a roster in such a short time with a lot of turnover uh, and identify players that I think can help us uh, tremendously. We got Kobe Brown, who's first team all SEC, uh, but we also were able to get a host of other guys to, to compliment him. You were able to bring in a few guys who played for you previously at Cleveland State. How important has it been having some guys, especially on the practice floor, who kind of immediately knew what you were saying, if that makes sense? Well, it's important. We brought brought, brought over four guys, um, two of which are captains, uh, Ben Sternberg, a walk-on, uh, Trey Gomillion, Demoy Hodge, and Mabor Mejak. Those guys – are doing a great job, but sometimes players learn from coaches, but they also do a good job of learning from each other. That peer learning is is what, what I see those guys complimenting and helping uh, our players, our entire roster with day-to-day. Demoy Hodge, he, uh, he's put together a really solid start to his season, double figures in four of the five games at 30 against SIUE, uh, had the 18 in yesterday's game. Uh, is is this what you were expecting from him, obviously being as familiar as you were, or is this him even taking his game to another level? Well, I still think he's missed shots. He hadn't played his very best yet. Uh, I've, I've seen him play at another level. I think he's adjusting. Uh, his teammates are adjusting to him. But he's a great player that I think uh, does a, a lot of things without the ball in his hand on the offensive end where he's a good catch and shoot. He cuts, move well without the ball. On the defensive side, last night he had six steals, and he was a former defensive player of the year, and that's where one of his strengths are defending. So when you have a player like that playing both sides, it, it definitely energizes your roster. It sets an example where it's needed, but it also allows you to play with some type of momentum uh, and it gets the crowd going. How important has it been that Kobe Brown stuck around, decided to stay committed to Missouri and to play for you? It's very important. Kobe Brown's a great player. He He's an unbelievable player. The coaches in this conference believe the same thing as he was voted second-team all-conference, where he was voted first-team all-conference preseason this year. Um, he's respected nationally. He, he'll have a future, a future in uh, the NBA. I truly believe it helps us have a centerpiece, a guy that we can rally around, a guy that can carry us uh, how he needs to carry us. Right now, what we see is a double-team effort. We see different things, but we also see a balanced roster where Kobe Brown enjoys facilitating. He enjoys uh, playmaking. He enjoys certain things, and that's what we see. How fun has it been for Isaiah Mosley to be able to kind of play at home to transfer any at an 18 point game yesterday before the season uh, was named the, the Jerry West award watch list. It just seems like this is a perfect situation for Mosley. Well, he's doing a great job as well. Simulating to the culture uh being back home. He's a great player, a great scorer. I think he helps us in different ways that other guys can't. I enjoy seeing the compliment of Demoy Hodge, uh, Trey Gomillion, Dre Golston, um, and Isaiah Mosley, because if you have those four guys and they can play in different ways, what you see is guys complementing each other, but also showing each other different strengths, uh, especially when it comes down to the scouting report. Uh, Isaiah Mosley is even a better passer than he is scoring. If you look at the way he facilitates and the way he gets his teammates involved, uh, he has a knack and a high basketball IQ.
Missouri men's basketball coach Dennis Gates continuing to uh, join us. Uh, you guys announced a number of players for the early signing period who are locked in for the program moving forward. Uh, how excited are you about uh, this next recruiting class? Well, I'm excited about all three. Um, you know, Anthony Robinson, point guard from Tallahassee, Florida, six four, six six three and a half point guard, uh, great facilitator, great shooter, and he's a high level defender. Uh, Trent Pierce, kid from Tulsa, Oklahoma, he's now six ten and a half, close to six eleven wing. Uh, he'll he'll add some versatility, some size for position, uh, and then you look at Jordan Butler, top fifty. Uh, forward center who can stretch the floor, probably one of the most skilled players out there. Uh, He hails from South Carolina. Uh, Those three guys gives us a a component of versatility. Uh, They come from great, great backgrounds, great high school coaches, great families. We're excited to add them into our community, uh, but also our institution and basketball program. Is it at all challenging knowing that with the transfer portal there's going to be a million guys available at the end of the season? Is it at all challenging knowing who to offer and who not to offer in the early period? No, it's not challenging. What it is is it gives you a different projection, whereas in the past you've had two signing periods, the early signing period in November, the second signing period in April, and now you have the portal signing period where you have guys probably identifying themselves once they figure out if they have graduated, and sometimes that takes an entire summer. Sometimes that takes all the way until the uh, end of the spring. So what it gives you is, is another dynamic to grow your team, to push uh, for specific needs, but also to get better fast. Now, you can't rely totally on the portal to build your culture and build your program, but you can use the portal to uh, eliminate some weaknesses, add some strengths, and get your team better uh, by adding one or two pieces. I know you probably already had some relationships in the St. Louis area, but uh, being at Mizzou now, I can only assume that recruiting St. Louis is a really big part of what you want to do. What's that process been like for you as you get to know the high school coaches, the AAU coaches uh, in St. Louis, and, and what do you think about the level of especially high school basketball players in the St. Louis area? Well, first of all, my hat's off to all the grassroots coaches in the state of Missouri, uh, from high school to AAU to elementary school. Uh, the foundation that they've given uh, to these young students at an early age allows them to be recruitable student-athletes, also the educators who pour into their lives. What I've done is um, always recruited nationally in my uh, climb to be a head coach. So I've had relationships here in St. Louis. I've had relationships in the state. And it's just more so uh, reconnecting with old friends. Uh, the basketball community is small. We're all uh you know, connected by six degrees, right? So it's just more so reconnecting with those relationships, uh, getting on their turf, reintroducing myself, the style of play, and wanting them to trust me with their young people that they've already poured their life into. Uh, And I think whenever you build bridges for young people, you try to figure out who else can continue that path to building the bridge for them or continue the growth process that's necessary for young people uh, to get to their dreams and aspirations. I want to ask you about a few, a couple future opponents, and I know you're you're looking at your next opponent, but I, I have to think that you probably don't go a day without somebody reminding you about the Kansas game coming up. Is that right? <laughs> well, I'll tell you this. Uh, I have so much respect for uh, Bill Self. In actuality, we share the same person that gave us uh, opportunity. Uh, Leonard Hamilton hired Bill Self on his first staff at Oklahoma State. 
Leonard Hamilton is my biggest mentor. So there's some some ways we're connected from the same coaching tree. Uh, but I've always had respect for him. Um, you know, and one of my assistants was on that staff with him, David Nutt. He was on that staff with Bill Self. They actually have a, a, a long, long-standing friendship. Uh, but also their assistants over there. We we know them well. Uh, they do a great job, uh, as as is well documented. But I've heard a little bit about that game, um, and I'm I'm looking forward to it. The other rivalry game is the Illinois game, and that's a really cool, really interesting thing. It'll be your first time experiencing it. It's a rivalry game out of conference, played on a neutral site where the crowd's going to be 50-50. That's a, that's a fairly unique thing in college basketball. Yeah, it's one of the – and believe it or not, you know, out there nationally, people don't really realize how big of a game that is between Illinois and Mizzou. Uh, it's one of the longest-standing um, rivalry games one of the most attended, uh, intense games there have been in a while. Uh, but more importantly, our fans, our families, our friends and loved ones are excited about it. Our players are excited about it. Uh, but we're taking it one game at a time, to say the least, and we're just um, excited about the course that we're taking thus far in developing. It's not going to be an easy year for us, without a doubt, but our fans, their support is going to make a difference for us. And I do appreciate those that have come to Mizzou Arena. And if you haven't, I want to invite you out to Mizzou Arena to come see us play uh, because your support is needed. MUTigers.com, folks want to buy tickets, and we would encourage people to do that. Coach, thank you so much uh, for your time. And uh, getting to know you a little bit was a lot of fun. Hopefully we can catch up every once in a while. Absolutely. No problem at all. Looking forward to the next opportunity. M-I-Z. There he is, Coach uh, Dennis Gates. We enjoy uh, talking to him just a little bit as uh, that wraps up uh, our parade of coaches. Uh, you know, I, I'll be honest with you. When when Missouri started out the year with those close wins, and again, you should not take anything away from games that are played in early November, uh, but when they were beating Southern Indiana by six points, uh, a school that is going through the transition uh, to, to D1, it's like, ah, what's this? is this thing going to be all right? And then some of these games have started to get a little bit more lopsided, and you start to look at that Missouri roster, and we talked about some of these players. Again, Demoy Hodge, uh, somebody who uh, today uh, was named the SEC Player of the Week. I don't know what it's going to look like this year. I don't know how competitive they are going to be uh, when they hit SEC play, but I can tell you there's a lot more reason to be optimistic about this Missouri basketball team than maybe I thought there was. And uh, Coach Gates did a really, really good job at Cleveland State, one of those up-and-coming type coaches, and it's going to be fun to see what he's able to do uh, working uh, at Missouri. Uh, They get the win yesterday against Mississippi Valley State. They are uh, back at it uh, coming up on Wednesday when they take on Coastal Carolina. Carolina. Their first big test will be when they travel to Wichita State, and that game is going to be coming up on November 29th. 314-436-7900. That's how you call. That's how you text. You can also tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. We'll preview uh, Blues Hockey. They're back at tonight. They're going to get started in about 25 minutes. We'll talk through tonight's game as they're looking to add to their win streak. We'll do that next. This is Sports Open Line on KMOX. KMOX.